Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. My name is Joe Soulier, and with me as always, I'm Al. My buddy Al. Anyways, um, so you got, so you got some, uh, so you got some uh, hockey jerseys in the back there. I do, yeah. My uh, my uh, uh, town sports store was going out of business, so I bought bought a bunch of like two thousand eight era hockey jerseys. Are those in a case or no? No, it's just oh no, that's just my bed. That's like a my bed. Yeah, yeah. Do you still have that uh, Vancouver Canucks jersey, the Miller one? Or not the yes. Miller. No, uh, no, the Kirk McLean. Kirk, yeah, yeah Kirk McLean. That might be in my hockey bag. All right, nice. I, might, yeah. I might wear that. Yeah, Fuck so yeah! Well, uh, well, welcome, welcome to the Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. Welcome. Uh, we got a special guest with us today. He's our favorite Hebrew-speaking, beard-wearing, and Nashville Predators jersey-wearing, Jake Facey. How are you today, pal? I'm good. I'm good. Speak. You guys have any guests on the back of this? We haven't been over this yet. Uh, I want to say PK Subban. What do you want to say, Al? What, what are we saying? What? Who's on the back of his Nashville Predators jersey? Oh, it's a that's a fucking uh, or Mike that's Fisher. A, that's a Matt Duchesne right there. I think you were gonna say Al was wrong because it is PK Subban. But yes, yeah. You have yeah, two PK Subban shirts now. No, this is a jersey. I got. I mean, I, I got this on sale after he got traded to the Devils for like forty bucks. It's just fanatics. Which yeah, is but you silly. have a Montreal Canadiens shirt. I got that. I got that, that during the, I got that during the twenty ten or during the twenty eleven Canadians Bruins series. Um, because I saw it, I really wanted it, but I put it in the freezer until the series was over. <laughs> in the that, freezer. That, that, that that's a uh, that's a trick I learned from my my buddy Breen. Why did you put it in the freezer? It's a crisp, right? Because if you have if you're ever in a series against a team and you have like a piece of clothing of that team, you put it in the freezer until the series is over. <laughs> okay, I I've never heard of that. Yeah, before. And then your it's fucking three hundred dollar jersey's got fucking freezer burn on it. <laughs> yeah, a jersey that gets played on ice. Nice. That's a good point. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I miss is I miss because now it's Fanatics, Adidas, and uh the other shitty ball cap company, but I miss Reebok jerseys and Dude, those are those are all Reebok jerseys. And new era NHL hats. That that's that's a twenty twelve winter classic Flyers jersey. I I noticed that, yes. So but now they got the the hats are fanatics and they're they're bullshit. They like barely stay on your head. Where are you? Uh, where are you talking to us from today, there, pal? I'm coming to you live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right on, right on. I can see that. Who's on the back of that Pittsburgh jersey? Those are all blanks, actually. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I picked those all up. I've got the. I could eventually put a name on the back one, but okay. So well, a few episodes, me and Al did this segment where we talked about who we get from each jersey. So I see you got, uh, you got three actual NHL jerseys back there, and one looks like there's, a college there's jersey. Four. There's four. What's the one in the bottom right next to the bottom right? That's New York Islanders. No, the one on the other side of it. The green. That's University of Vermont. That yeah, is. that's why. So you were blocking the Islanders one before, so I couldn't see yeah. that. So, um, so who'd you get I for actually Pittsburgh? I've thought about this. So, um, to be true to the era, it's got to be someone who's on the 2012 Winter Classic team. Yep. Um, I got a Jersey Boy JVR. Nice. Van uh, Reems. Couple, couple of stints. My brother. A couple of stints with the Flyers. My brother played against him in the Squared A State Championships jersey. Nice. Um, 
And then uh, they they won. It was best hockey game I've ever been to. Like five nothing comeback in the third period. It was a penalty shot. It was crazy. Can't okay. can't write that shit. Um, Penguins. I don't know. That's like vintage. Like maybe just like get a hosa on it. Throw like throw people off. That's like that era. It seems like. Um, Capitals. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe keep keep a jersey. Get John Carlson. Put a put a uh, fucking Michael Nylander on the back. Oh, I do like a Mike Nylander. I, yeah. I remember the uh, there's a nice Straka Nylander Yager line from the Rangers in like 2007. That was yeah, money. Nylander he was brewing too. And then the Islanders, I don't know. Gonna get Big Z. I, I'm thinking somebody from well, I, I like you can't get Big Z on a Reebok era jersey, you know? Yeah, it just seems wrong. Um, you're a you're a pretty uh, fundamentalist, aren't you? I I don't know why this is the first name that comes to my mind when I think of a Reebok era Islanders jersey, and it's Sean Bergenheim for some reason. I don't even know <laughs> if he was even on the Islanders. I don't but even know who that he, is. He had a he had a very uh, he had a really good playoff playoffs for the Lightning one year, and he played for the Islanders. He was very mediocre, but that's who I picture when I think of 2009 New York Islanders. Nice. Sure. Which is the season I blessed them with John Tavares, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a good one. But anyways, more more on you guys. It's a special time. So here in the coast coast, as you know, Jake, you've been on before. Not uh, not this year, actually. We were on last year. We had a good chat. Um, we're gonna do a little bit of the East Coast and a little bit of the West Coast. Then we'll do a little league talk, and then we'll go into our predictions in a bit. Capiche? Capiche. So on Friday, the Canadians played their last hockey game of the season, and. Uh, you know, it's bittersweet because on one hand, they're the worst team in the league. And uh, on the other hand, they they landed the best odds at securing the number one draft in the upcoming NHL entry draft. And it's in Montreal and we need a center. We need depth and center. And so if we can land Shane Wright, we're looking pretty good. But not only was that the, you know, the significant part, but we we've the worst team in the league. We played Florida, which is arguably the best team in the league. And we beat them 10 to two. And I don't know. I was thinking like, is there a stat where, um, like to show the teams that have been not only been the worst team in the league, but have also scored double digits for the win to on their last game of the season. Have you ever heard of that before? Uh, not particularly, but I mean, it is not too outlandish to think because last game of the season, I mean, if you looked at that Panthers roster, I just took a look at the scratch list and it's like the entire team wasn't playing. So they it's had a little uh, understandable, but they had they, Ben uh, Chirot it, playing and it, it, it is, it is still impressive that they put up 10 goals. No, no, yeah. No, I mean, do that. Caulfield got his first hat trick in the NHL ever. Yeah. I actually, on Friday night, I put, I saw a bet that it was like, like bet 10 to win $20. Uh, for over a hundred goals for all the games. And I was like, this seems fun. And I did it. And I was very happy to see that the, the, the Canadians pulled their weight, but yeah, it hit, it got 104 goals. Damn. It was the most goals scored ever in a game or yeah. ever in a, ever in a day. Yeah. And you know what else is crazy is that um, the Canadians have never had um, a goal differential of minus a hundred or higher. And they got, yep. and, and they were, they were one, they were minus one Oh seven going into that game. And they like finished that. minus uh minus 97. I, I can appreciate that. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's the little it's things a, you got to celebrate. Little, yeah. You got to take the little things and it's a nice little bright spot. And then, I mean, no, Hey, you all you got is bright spots. Now you got the draft. Yeah. And you know the, what? You're all, it's only looking up. 
this team, um, yeah, dead last in the standings, but I've I watched their games and, and I'm seeing a team that's going to be fucking sick coming up. Like Cole Caulfield is finally starting to go. Nick Suzuki is going to be the next Iron Man. Hasn't missed a game and and is three NHL seasons plus his junior season. Never missed one game. All right. That's what you see, but I see Al rolling his eyes. Let me see what you, what do you think, Al? <laughs> You know what? Like, like you guys got the defense. I don't. I don't think Romanov's gonna be as good as Sergachev, but you know, I'm I'm stoked for Goulet and fucking Baron. Yeah, I'm pumped. And, yeah, and, I do. Uh, I do like the uh, the moves that they pulled. They did. They did pull some moves at the deadline. So they had a guy come from your end of the woods, uh, Michigan. They had Jordan Harris come over. Jordan Harris. Or wait, is uh, he, oh, he was from Northeastern. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, never mind. Northeastern. Hey, but anyways, Boston, he, was the, same thing. He, he was the captain of Northeastern and now and he's a Canadian's draft pick and he's yeah. played a bunch and he looks real good. He got his first NHL goal the other night. What's so, happening with Malaliu? Logan Mayu. He uh, got into a fight a couple Ooh, months ago or months or so ago and he got hurt real bad and uh, he's looking like he's got a bit of a recovery road ahead of him, which is fine though. He's he's probably going to be pretty good, but uh, we got so much depth and in defense yep. right now that uh, we can take our time with these young defense. Verano play because he played like the last what fifteen games. Yeah, games. Yeah, but you know what's sick is that for the first time ever, the farm team for Montreal Laval Rocket they're in the playoffs first yeah. time ever, and so now they're gonna get all these sick guys that can go down and play for them like uh, Baron, like Harris, like uh, um, I don't know some some other roster players that were playing for the yeah, send, send Caulfield down or is he uh, he's NHL or bust. He's NHL or bust. He, he, they asked him too. He's like, are you going to go and play like, um, nah. for the world, for the world cup? He's like, no, I'm going to take a nice long off season, focus on myself and uh, try to grow an inch. You know, uh, it, I th- it is kind of a shame that the world cup isn't more of a thing, but mm. to be fair, it is like during the Stanley cup playoffs. So that's yeah. pretty much why it is. I think they do care about, care about it more in Europe, but yeah, the American, the Canadian teams is always just like the third or fourth tier team. Yeah, and if you think about it, last year Caulfield literally played all year in college, won the championship in college, jumped in and went. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they lost in the first round. <laughs> they did not win. He won. Uh, no, uh, UMass won last year. Oh, I was I literally I was at the game. It was okay. 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 Well, <laughs> either, either way, either way, he went to the play, he went to the playoffs with them and then jumped in and Ooh. went as. Almost as far as you can go. Almost went as far as you can go. And then they had a tiny little off season. So the whole team has not really had a break. So we'll get a nice long break, a reset, maybe retool, like tinker with the roster, probably get some free agents. And uh, I'm I'm thinking we could, we're not going to be a basement team next year. And if we are, we got two first round picks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be, uh, the worst of years to be a basement team. Yeah, I know. Years. If we think, can suck think, again and get Connor Bedard, that'd be sick. Or Mihov, Mikov, Mishkov, Mishkov. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, Carey Price is still un- unsure of if he's coming back or Surgery. not. Surgery. Yeah, he uh, his knee's not 100%, and they had a press conference, and he said, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play again. So it's kind of up in the air. Uh, Weber's probably not coming back, um, you know. There's a lot of question marks surrounding this team in the offseason right now, but uh, I'm still hopeful. I'm still positive. These guys are pretty resilient. And with Marty St. Louis kind of taking over, I'm stoked. And they're going to sign him probably. I, for- I love St. Louis. Yeah. They're you, probably going to sign you. him for three years. And 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 I think that's the best chance that they have about re- doing a full 
like rebuild and retool. And, I, and I'm frankly like super happy with the work that Hughes and Gordon are doing already. And not one bad thing ever said about Martin St. Louis. No. Who's got a bad uh, thing I, to say about Martin St. Louis? I, I, I never said who would I put, who'd I put it on the Vermont Jersey? Martin St. Louis. And a boy. These youngins look over and they go, fuck, I, you know, there's, there's one of my heroes. Yeah. So I, 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 I remember play. NHL 2K5, they would be like, Martin St. Louis, you see him walk around the offseason. He's got calves. He's got legs the size of tree trunks. <laughs> was, and they would repeat, like, yeah. and, you know, NHL commentary. It's just every every third thing. That's what they say. Yep. So, Classic. Got tree trunk. All I know about him, he's got tree trunk legs and a thousand yep. points. Sure. So anyways, that's about <laughs> it for me and the Habs. Like I said, just kind of stoked for the offseason, see what these guys can do. And uh, unfortunately, on the other side of Canada, on the other coast here, they they uh, they disappointed us. We thought they were going to be our our chance for this uh, hockey hockey talk podcast here to be rooting for something, but uh, we we're not. So, Al, why don't you talk about your knucks for a little bit? Yeah, just, just again, Al's fucking right. Should have kept the draft pick. Could we draft? We could have drafted Dylan Gunther, but no. Our uh, our old fucking chubby GM there just had to go ahead and uh, you know trade for Ekman Larson and Garland and whatever you know. Garland started picking it up near the end. Uh, Ekman Larson didn't look too bad in, in the end either. I mean, we got a, we got a new GM in Rutherford, so I don't know what the fuck he's going to do next season. But uh, but yeah, we missed the playoffs by uh, which we all kind of knew was going to happen. Do you think they're going to go into full rebuild? No, I think they'll. I think they're going to keep Miller, and they're going to get rid of Besser. Hmm. And I feel like there's like certain teams that never go full rebuild, like the Canucks are. There's yeah, just, and there's certain teams that are just perpetually rebuilding. All of the Coyotes, but yeah, yeah I, know, I feel like I feel like yeah, the Senators. Yeah, but I feel like but I feel like the uh, Canucks will linger around hovering around not making the playoffs for yeah so we get all years. these fucking 15th overall picks i mean we, al, we never al, get al, the top I, 10 if i know al he's a big blow it all up kind of guy i honestly like i i get it butts <laughs> in the seat you know you, you want fans that are fucking into it but i'm a bit I, like if i mean we got quinn hughes Pedersen, and all that stuff but like watching pd back check is the most depressing thing as a fucking canucks <laughs> fan all right so what do you think the uh canucks number one priority this offseason should be Probably re-signing Miller, but the problem is he's 29 that, that, and he's going to want an eight. He's going to want an eight year. Give it to him. He's your MVP though. Build your team around him. Yeah. The guys, if the guy doesn't have one good shift, he slams his stick against the boards. Like, what is he, guys, 27, 28? He's uh 28, I believe. Yeah. He's, he's got at least four years left of solid production that you can fucking build a solid core out of. And Besser's going to want his seven, but he's, he's only really worth five. Like based on the season he just had. Mm. Yeah. Bester kind of plateaued. He kind of came out early, scored a lot of goals and hasn't really done too, too much since then. How many years does Demko have left on his contract? They just signed him to five. Good. So there you go. Yeah. Your fucking top forward is you got to get your top forward signed. Quinn you got signed. Your goalie signed and Quinn side. You just need filler for that. Trade Pedersen and get, get some depth. Yeah. Trade PD. I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I know he didn't like playing for Travis Green, and he made that comment last year about how he wanted to be on a winning oh, team. Oh, dude, any player it, that young who's making those kind of comments is a total red flag. It is It is a bit of a shame with Pedersen, though, because when he first came into the league, it, like I remember his first goal that he scored, I don't know if you guys remember it, it just, like, went in and out of the net so fast, just, mm. like, pinpoint snipe. And then he had, like, five or six goals like that in his next 10 games, and he was electric that first year. And then, yeah. you know, I don't know, he's just... I don't watch enough Canucks games, but it doesn't seem to be 
doing it. Although he didn't uh, do decent in fantasy this year. But how's the uh, how's the rivalry between uh, Canucks and the Kraken looking? Is there anything there? No. Nah, well, Kraken aren't competing yet, right? Yeah, so they're, they're, they're a yeah. baby team. They're in the Climate Pledge Arena, you know. <laughs> Heath Ledger's Climate Pledgers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, again, I'm I I like what Detroit's doing. I know they haven't made the playoff in fucking eight years, but uh, the eyes are playing. I was okay. Exactly. I'm okay with the five-year rebuild, but you know, now we got these guys, so I get it. They wanted to surround these guys with a couple of veterans, you know, Ekman Larson and Garland's 26, but, uh, is what it is, I guess, you know, I, I can't do shit. I'm just an armchair GM. So how long uh, do they have Garland for? They just signed him to five. They just yeah, signed five, him to yeah. five. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Ah, he's young he enough. So he competes. Good. He's a good player. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's the reason why they're not winning. Trade PD for two first round picks. Let's go. <laughs> Not getting two first round picks. Vegas, Vegas will take him. They can both. He uh, I mean, if, if if Brandon Hagel's worth two first round picks, is Pedersen not worth first? Two, yeah, two maybe. First I don't know. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, has, I don't know what cap security count, counts for these days. I think Brandon I Hagel gives fucking way more effort than PD <laughs> ever yeah. can give. But yeah. Um, besides that, we're uh, shout out to uh, Nick Patan. If you're listening to this. Come on, bud. We're waiting for you. Messaged him. He's not getting back to me. His mom told me to message him. We've been left unread. Unread. Nick Patan, hit me but, up. But uh, we're hoping to get somebody uh, of NHL caliber onto the uh, podcast here soon. But as far as Canucks, man, that's that's it, boys. That's all I got. Well, um, I'd be remiss if I missed my opportunity to give my sincere condolences to the Lafleur family and the entire Montreal organization. Montreal Canadiens organization. Um, we lost a, an absolute legend recently in Guy Lafleur, number 10 up in the rafters. And uh, I just want to give my shout out. Serious condolences, boys. Tips up. Cheers. I, I also want to give Lafleur. my shout out to the uh, Montreal Canadiens organization for that tribute during the Bruins game. I, I bet on the Canadians that night after watching that. I was like, there's no way they lose. This was fuck. I was crying at the end. They had the 10 minute, 10 seconds. Dude, I was so missed. Celebration. That was awesome. And then what a better, like what better of a game to do it than the oldest and yeah. best rivalry oh, yeah. in hockey Bruins. How many times did LaFleur play the Bruins when there were only six fucking teams? That's a good stat to find oh, out. All they did. Holy fuck, man. Anyways, Gee, smiling down, looking at us. And we wish you the best, buddy. So let's move on here. <laughs> Before we start crying again. Before we start getting some tears going here. Um, let's give another shout out to an absolute fucking legend of our era, Ryan Getzlav. Gets an assist in his last game. And a beauty assist, too. Yeah. Behind the back over to uh, who got it? Who got the goal? Was Sonny Milano? <laughs> Said two Sonny, I love Sonny. Sonny yeah, that's, like, that's a great name. I don't yeah. know. Got it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he's a it's fucking beauty. My favorite. Uh, it's not my favorite memory, but it's it's one of the first things that comes to my mind when uh, a couple of years back when him and Ovi were beefing, um, they were chirping each other, and and Ovi was asked about him in the news, and Ovi goes, "I think he's just jealous because I have great hair and he does not." <laughs> Yeah, Getzlaff went started balding when he was like 22. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any thoughts on Getz there, buddy? Buddy Jake? He's, he's just a warrior. I mean, yeah, he, uh, 
got it, got his cup early. And then, uh, well, I don't think he was the captain of the team then, but then was the captain of the ducks for a good 10 years after I think that. Niedermeyer was probably captain then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Niedermeyer, probably one of them, but, uh, he's part of the leadership group and, you know, it was always him and Perry and then Perry left. And then, yeah, he, I mean, he was the ducks for the last, and he had 15. a resurgence. It's crazy that he's not playing next year. Cause he played really well when he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, injured he wasn't there. bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He'd have, yeah he's, End of the day, though, guy's got four kids and a wife, and he's yeah. probably all banged up. And you know, they made a good point on spitting chicklets the other day, where it's like it's not just the player that's going through injuries and being yeah. on the road and stuff. It's it's your partner, it's your the life family, partner, yeah, and yeah. you know, when you're hurting, they're hurting too. So I get that. And you know, he's fucking thirty eight years old, been playing since he was eighteen years old, and he got his cup. Doesn't thirty? How old? Thirty eight. Oh fuck yeah! I didn't realize. I thought he was thirty six. Played for twenty fucking years. Yeah, the guy's a legend. He's part, part of the 03 draft. <laughs> I mean, and as a last season, you know, I got to play with Drysdale, Zgrass, mm-hmm. Raquel, yep. Sunny. Anything uh, else Raquel. going along? He had a good run. Yeah, he had a good one. Cheers, Gets. What else going on around the league here? Uh, Dustin Brown, too. Yeah, he's us. hanging him up for the last time as well. Um, this, it was actually a fun fact. Dustin Brown and Patrice Bergeron are the two players um, that were on a team prior to the 0405 lockout and are still playing for the same team. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. I have well, a feeling Patrice is probably going to hang him up after this year as well. I feel I like he's he, not saying anything because I wants... feel like he's either going to hang, I retire this year or play for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> he could. He could play for another 10 years. I, I, I don't know. If, yeah, if uh, NHL sim life is any indication, he just like, he, he just, his speed and everything just keeps dropping, but his senses are so good that he's just. <laughs> An effective fourth line player is like a forty-seven year old. Yeah. You know what? And Dustin Brown was smart though. Sorry to cut you off, but to to go listen, boys in the locker room. This is my last season as we head into the playoffs. Like now, the boys are going to want to fucking show up. You know, yeah. first playoff. Uh, I, we'll we'll get we'll get to. I mean, everyone's writing off L.A. I mean, I don't it's know, their I, first I, playoff appearance in what two three years. Yeah, and I they've got they've got Warriors on that team. No doubt, he hurts them definitely. But I don't no know. Doubt. I, 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 no, no doubt. No doubt. E. Um, no, doubt eh? no doubt. Eh? Is he going to be able to come back at all? No, no doubt. No doubt. Eh? No doubt. He hurts them. No doubt. Eh? Uh, but uh, yeah, Dustin Brown, do you see what they did for the last game though? No. You see. Uh, so, you know, who's the captain of the LA Kings? Kopitar. But you know they took who from the, Brown. They did take from Brown, which I think, I don't know if it was weird moves. It was weird, but it was kind of accepted because Kopitar was a very obvious leader of that team. Um, somebody else get the C taken from them and stayed on uh, the team? Mar- Marlo. That happened to Marlo. That was like a very weird. It was like Marlo, Thor, and Marlo. They had a weird trade yeah. back and forth thing. That's right. But for the last game of the season, uh, Dustin Brown wore the C. And oh, I didn't Kopitar see that. Wore the A. Yeah. That's nice. That was a good touch. Right on. Uh, nice. Ithaca, New York. Ithaca High School. Uh, yeah. Maybe he'll maybe he'll wear the C in the playoffs. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is, he, is he on the third line? He, he was the C for both of their uh, cups. Yeah, and you know it did. It did. He his production what dipped quite a bit, and then he got the C stripped, and then I don't know. Yeah, I remember a couple years ago he had a bit of a uh, resurgence and was like a four-year, fifty-point guy. But good career, good career. Another yeah. another another O three guy. O three big year, big year. What else is going on? Should we uh, should we just go right into our predictions? Yeah, I think it's probably. I mean, what else is going on? The playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> That's like what's going on. I don't know. I thought maybe there's some stories and stuff we can kind of talk about before That's we the, give well, our I, predictions. Oh yeah, well, no, yeah. That's I think that's one. it. I think that's it for stories. 
Yeah, I think we kind of cut on some big ones. Cool. Well, uh, why don't we just jump into our predictions then? Um, we're just going to do the first round for this one because I think we're going to we're going to touch base at every round and, and talk about it. Then last year we did all of our predictions in one and it lasted for like three hours and we got real drunk. And at shit. one point you were eating cookies and trying to talk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shout out to uh, Alex Farley and Jamie McDonald who couldn't make it for this one. But uh yeah, I was eating cookies. I was throwing up. It was a big thing. And <laughs> I think we'll just try and keep it a bit more adult this time. Maybe on the on the finals, we'll we'll get a little shittered. But the it's finals. Sunday. You know, we're just gonna chill today. So, oh yeah. Why don't we start on the Eastern Conference here? And we're not gonna do dibs. We're coast to coast, so we're doing East versus West. Here, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go coast to coast. So, um, Eastern Conference here. We're looking at Florida versus Washington, and I'm gonna start this off here. You know. Florida, I don't know if Ekblad's back. He is supposed to, he's supposed to actually, he's skating right now. He's supposed to be in the first game. Okay. Well, if yeah. Ekblad's back, I'm going to say Florida's going to take this in six. I know Ovi's sick. I know Backstrom's back now, but he hasn't been the same since he's come back. Backstrom's um, back. I, I don't oh, know hey. how solid uh, the goaltending is for Washington as opposed to Florida. I know Florida has Bob going pretty good these days. Last year he was a, why did we spend this much money on him? But now this year he's looking like he's earning his contract. And uh, for the most part, not totally. He's not, he's not carry price. I mean, yeah, $10 million for goal is a lot, but he is, Playing like a starting goal. I'll give you that. He's he's exactly. he's, he's playing very well. And I don't know who does Washington have? Vanek? They got advantage check and Vanek. Sonoff. Yeah. And, and that's they're, gonna be they're, a they're both doodle. kind of like good backups. I actually had both I had both of these guys. I had Samsonov and uh Bobrovsky as my two mm-hmm. of my goalies in my the category league. And yeah, Bobrovsky was very good, got a lot of wins, pretty good save percentage. Uh mm-hmm. Samsonov was very inconsistent. And did not yeah. play nearly as much. I thought he was going in as the starter. And, and then Vanacek took up, over, and then he started and, faltering near the end again. So and then now it kind of like, ended up being like a one A one B thing. Yeah. yeah. So so I'm just looking at their at their um the regular season series here, and the Panthers won two to one. That they've only played each other three times. The Panthers won twice out of three. So I'm going to take them in six, but they could probably do it quicker. But I don't want to write off Obi that fast. I said at the beginning of the season that this is the year that Washington doesn't make the playoffs and they start their decline. I was wrong, but I still don't think they're going to be able to make a good run. What do you think, Al? I'm going Panthers in five, and uh, I just I don't have enough faith in Vanacek or uh, Samsonov. So maybe next year one of them pulls through and takes number one. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just watch it. And remember Samsonov last year when he went around about the back of the neck, back of the net, and then Buddy took the puck and put it in. That was the yeah, end of the series, he, he right? Playoff jitters. And Ovi was screaming at him. Yeah, that, that yeah. was the that was the series. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was so, that was the, the killer for them. Yeah, I don't th- and I don't really think Samsonov's gotten any better since last year. So, um, cool. Well, uh, you got what do you, yeah. What do you got? I'll go. I'm gonna go Panthers in seven. Um, I wow. think it's gonna be. I don't know. I I think the Capitals are playing pretty well. Although I I I think the Panthers are a very, very, very good hockey team. Um, but Bobrovsky, he's been shaky at times in Pat in the past. And this could be one of those things where game one, he gives up like a couple of bad goals and then he's a head case for the rest of the series. And who knows, but Spencer Knight looked good, but Spencer Knight looked good, but he's also 21 years old. Exactly. So So you think, you you think, I I think him to seven, I think Washington's a very, I think honestly, 
the with the, how good every team in the playoffs in the East is, any t- I have thoughts, but I would not be completely shocked if any team won any series, just because yeah. every team is it's hockey, and yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of parity and the hardest know, sport just, to bet on, and and a playoff hockey. Although I must, as I, I went to a lot of Penguins games this year, and uh, I took a friend who doesn't watch that much hockey, and we were at the Penguins Panthers game, and she was like, "Wow, this team looks very good to the Panthers." So, <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're the best team in the league. So they're deep. Um, but I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, the Capitals, they're, they're going to play them hard. They're, they're, they're a very big, hard team to play against. So, hmm. And that's a style that translates well to playoff hockey. Carlson or um, Cool. Well, uh, moving along then to our next matchup, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the regular season series, they're tied. They both won two games each. Um Everybody's hoping Toronto is going to make that hump this year. You know, like they do every year. This is their year. This is their year. Plan the parade. We got Giordano. Uh, I don't think they're going to beat Tampa Bay, though. Tampa Bay, they're they're so stacked. And, you know, a lot of people were saying they lost all their depth players in the offseason. That really helped them get the hump last year. And they went and got all better depth players this year. So I'm going to say Tampa Bay in seven, just because I want Toronto to choke again. I want them to lose and I want to laugh and all their stupid you, fucking faces. And you want you want it to hurt you want to give them a little hope, drag it out to seven, but yeah, Tampa Bay and, and seven. But seven game seven's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> oh yeah. Game seven <laughs> is gonna be like a five nothing win. No, four goals in the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what got, you got out? I'm going uh I'm going Tampa and six. I just think Vasilevsky, they've been to the dance last two times here and won it. So uh they're going for the three peat. And, uh, you know, we, nobody here is a Toronto fan and nothing's better than when Toronto gets swept or gets knocked out of the first round. I love it. So tampons in a six. Nice. What about you, Jakey boy? And poor old Toronto, uh, best, best record, biggest regular season team history. And they get the reward of playing the two time defending Stanley cup champions in the first round. Love it. Fuck yeah, them. Fuck, fuck the Leafs. I'm going Tampa in five. Nice. Uh, like, uh, as many, many fathers said, offense wins games, defense wins championships. Yep. And this is the Stanley yep. Cup playoff championship. And last I checked, Toronto still has not addressed their needs of goaltending and defense. Whereas uh, you're looking at Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. My dad, whenever I watch hockey with my dad, my dad's like, Vasilevsky's so big. I'm like, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a 6'6", six, six, right? He's like huge. Six, six and yeah. Just like, Incredibly flexible, and, and just the, you see his so eyes. Poised. He's always yeah, like, so no matter what he does, his eyes are fucking like. <laughs> and yeah, and then they have the prototypically best defenseman in front of him. I don't know. And like people are saying, like, eh, oh, you can't shut down the Toronto offense, but I don't know. Uh, Mitch think, Marner, uh, Montreal shut down Toronto offense easily last year. Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews didn't yeah. get and a point. I'm kind of under the impression until the Leafs prove me wrong, they're 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 going to choke. Forever rebuilding. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Carolina versus Boston. Um, I'm going to say Carolina in six. I like Freddie Anderson in nets. I think this is his chance to show the Leafs that they made a huge mistake not resigning him. Um, I think the Leafs are stupid, and they were making Freddie the scapegoat. And, uh, and this is his chance to really show it and stick it to the Leafs. And I don't think Boston has it in them anymore to make a deep run. I think this is probably another of their last years of being a competing team. They uh, Their window is pretty close to closing, and I think this is going to be it for them. And, uh, and also the depth that Carolina has, 
both forwards and defense is is just uncomparable to the little depth that Boston has. What about you, Al? Uh, is Freddie Anderson going to be back or not? That's Anderson's the big question. Okay, oh, so he didn't he hasn't didn't play the last like week of the season. Yeah, and Anti Ranta had a bit of a rough go there in the last uh, couple in the last they've, week. They've there. got they've got some goaltending question marks. Yeah. Okay. Um, best penalty killing percentage uh, last or this year, the Carolina Hurricanes. So they got that going for them. And the Bruins went uh, 38 power plays in a row without scoring a goal. Before so. you continue, uh, <laughs> this se- season series, the Hurricanes have beat them three nothing. Okay. Okay, but well, I that, that is a very big asterisk to that because one of those games, Bergeron and Marchand were not playing. Um, and the second one of those games was one of the three games that Tuka Rask played, and he gave up five goals on 12 shots in the first right, period. Right, right. Um, and then they lost, they lost like a three-to-one close game. So, I don't know. I think, but anyway, give your prediction, Al. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the Canes in seven. I'm sorry, I, I don't know. I just don't think... Uh, uh, Boston's like DeBrusque, you know, he's good, but he's, he's coming off an injury. He didn't really have uh, the last seven games or whatever he played. wasn't really that effective. Um, you guys are going to get Lindholm back, I guess. He's been, he's been back. He's been back. Tony D'Angelo is a fucking stud too. It's Fetchnikov. But yeah, anyways, Canes uh, and seven. Um, so what you got there, Jake? So just so you know, Jake DeBrus has six points in his last seven games, including a four-game point streak to uh, oh, close okay. the well, season. Okay, uh, well, what do I know? Um, but not much. I think, yeah, the uh, the Canes the Canes definitely whooped the Bees three times this year. Um, but the Canes and the Bees, I think, have met two times or three times in the past four years in the playoffs, and the Bees have won every time. I think this is a bit of a like a Maple Maple Leafs Bruins situation where I think the Bruins have that mental edge. Um, I agree that the uh, Hurricanes are a very good team and they've had a great season and they um, have a lot of depth. But um, I, I think the Bruins have the three best forwards on the ice, the best defensemen on the ice. And depending, I don't know who's playing goal, but even if it's Freddie Anderson, that's who was in net when they collapsed for 4 1. That's who was in net for all of their collapses in Toronto. So he doesn't scare me. I'm going Bruins in five. Okay. Well, you're five, a, you're eh? a Bruins fan. So Bruins in five. That's uh, that's our first. Um, I want to say Bruins in six, but that seems like six is like the stereotypical. That's what it is a homer pick. So I'm going Bruins in five. They're going to take it to them. The Canes defense really isn't that great either. They got Tony D'Angelo. They got uh, Joe Pesci's nephew. Tony so- D'Angelo is going to piss off the wrong person because he's going to call someone racist and get kicked out of the get- <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> he's gonna be called a racist he's, he's gonna get punched in the face but uh, no he's actually had a pretty good year good jersey yeah. boy all right well uh moving on to probably what's gonna be one of the most exciting games on the east at the least is the uh, new york rangers versus pittsburgh penguins um i'm pretty excited for this on one hand you got the new york rangers who has a calder winning defenseman in adam fox they've got um a breakout year for Chris Kreider, Zabana Jad. Uh, uh, I forget who else, but their offense is is going on all cylinders right now. Are we in a simulation where somebody got uh, Chris Kreider got fifty two goals? I have no idea. And then they also have uh, an MVP goalie in Shesterkin, so they're a force to be reckoned with right now. And on the other hand, you have these these Pittsburgh Penguins who always seem to find a way 
to scrape it together and squeak into the playoffs. Um, everybody thought that this was going to be their down year. They thought, you know, Malkin's getting old. They, you know, Latang's not what he used to be. Crosby's still the man, but he's slowing down and they don't really have much depth, but you know, and also their goaltending is, is questionable as well. Uh, is it Jari that's still in net? He kind well, of shit the bed for them last year. Same thing that Vanacek did. Jari's in the net with a broken foot at the moment. So, oh, okay, uh, so who's the who's the yeah the Smith right. Casey Smith, Smith Casey DeSmith. He's unproven. He's I don't a mind big him. Que- he's a big question mark, I, I especially for Alex Lafreniere. Plug and play with those goalies. They they they, they yeah. just kind of find him and replace him. Yeah. But, so, uh, so what are you thinking? I think New York's going to sweep them four. New York and four. I think I think New York is going to make a big statement this year in the postseason. I'm uh yeah we got a Vesna winning Shestrukin what the fuck his name is Shest what's his, how do you spell his, how do you pronounce his name Shestrukin oh Shesterkin. and side note the uh the Rangers lead the series three to one in the regular season okay um I and you know Lafiniere actually was starting to put up a few points yeah he's starting to come in the into last his own. couple of weeks there so uh I don't know that's that's a tough one but yeah I'm gonna go Rangers in six nice what about you Jake uh, this is uh, I don't know. I think you're uh, taking lightly the uh, all Brandon the Rust, all, all the experience on the Pittsburgh Penguins. But yeah, I've been watching this team a lot. They've they're they they've, they're solid. They started the year without Crosby and Malkin. First game of the year, lit up the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. Shocked me. Evan Rodriguez was on a heater start of the year. But I don't know. I think you're really underestimating the depth of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they're a little deep. They're a little deep on the back end, but. Keep in mind, they won a cup with Brian Dumoulin as their number one defenseman. So, huh. uh, so it's they, all up to Casey. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Jari. Before before Jari got hurt, I would have, I would have been, I would have been so confident that Pittsburgh Penguins would win this in four or five games. But now with the Smith, I'm a little less confident. But I'm thinking Penguins in six. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I understand. I get Shusterkin's really good, but I don't know. I think Penguins will be able to crack him a couple times and. Uh, so you think um, you think Pittsburgh's defense is better than New York's offense, or do you think it's the opposite? Because no, I they, think yeah, I think New York's offense is better. I think Pittsburgh's defense isn't isn't great, but um, I don't know. I just think they have that it factor. They have who who on the Rangers has been there before? Zibanejad. Where has he been? Uh, he was with Ottawa when they went on their deep run. No, no, he's not really? that old. No. Yep. Deep what, run, you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I yeah, you... he's been there. And uh, what year? Ryan Reeves has been to the show a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the most the most playoff games he's played in this in a year is twelve, which means he's never made it past the second round. Who's that? Zibanejad? Yeah, he was not. That's a he lot was of not... games in the playoffs, and that was all. Oh, not really. That's in this. That's that's two rounds. His entire that is, that is losing. That no, in in one in one round. In oh, one sorry. Season. And who's that? that is, with? That's that was with the Rangers in 2016-17. Huh. They they lost to the second round. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. They got Chris Kreider, all right. <laughs> but I mean, the Penguins. They got besides everyone who's won a cup on their team. They got Jeff Carter. You know, Jeff Carter. He's back. draft. He is. He is still got it. Jeff Carr. Have you, have you ever seen how big he is? He's huge. Yeah. He's like six three, two thirty. He is a horse, and he can still shoot. He can still move. He's got great flow. No bucket warmies. 
No, <laughs> no bucket warmies. Speaking of no bucket warmies, moving on to the West Coast, we got Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars. And you want to see no bucket warmies? You look at Tyler Sagan. So this matchup is probably going to be the best one of the West Coast. No questions asked. Um, there was a, a game recently where they just played uh, April 21st um, and Calgary beat them two, two, uh, four to two. And it was a slugfest. It was fast, end to end, lots of hits, lots of violence. It was fucking amazing. Um, that's when um, that's when Kachuk was like, "You want my autograph, kid?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Calgary, they're forced this year. Probably Canada's best chance at the Cup, if I had to say. And their first matchup is Dallas, who just got into the playoffs with the skin of their teeth. They have no business being in the playoffs. They have no goaltending. Ottinger's good, but he's he's unproven. He has no playoff experience. And, um, I mean, Ben slow Sagan ain't what he used to be. I don't know about their back end. Like I can't tell you, I mean, Pavelski's yeah, there and he's good, but he's 37 years old. I mean, who do they have on the back end? He's getting in. He's getting in. Klingberg. Liddell. 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 Yeah. I mean, they got some guys, but none of them are really anything to write home about. So I'm giving it to Calgary in five. And uh, in the series, this this season is uh, two to one for Flames, and and the one that they lost was in overtime. So, oh, well, we got Jason Robert, forty one goals this year. We had those back to back hat tricks uh, at one point in the season, um, and then we had uh, Rupe Hints with a career high seventy two points. Rupe, Rupe, but um, yeah. Oettinger, he had a great season for. Oh my God, Alex, just, this, the E is silent. It's just Ottinger. <laughs> Oettinger. <laughs> Oettinger. Backing up Ben Bishop. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the Flames. It's Daryl Sutter's team. He's a, their playoff team. They're big. They're bad. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Flames in four. Four. Yeah, I, I just wept. Uh, yeah, the Flames are hot. No pun intended. Red hot. Um, but yeah, I, I think there, I don't know what the exact number is, but uh, Dallas has that line. Uh, uh, Hints, Pavelski and Robertson. And I think they've got, I think they've got like 50% or like 42% of the team's goals between the three sure. of them, um, which you shut that line down. I don't think there's much. And yeah, like you said, it Ben, Ben and Sagan, they're kind of on the back nine. Um, well, Sagan's kind of still recovering from injuries, got to build his leg back, but I feel like he's been injured for like three years. He's been injured for a while. Guys fucking so this, this, is a, this is a crazy. So John, I just want to touch on the, uh, he's probably not going to get any love for the heart trophy just because it's such a tight race this year, but Johnny Goudreau, Johnny, Johnny ham and cheese, Johnny ham and cheese, Jersey boy. Um, he is the 14th player in NHL history to score 90 even strength points in a season. This is the list of people who have done it. Gretzky, LaFleur, Lemieux, Curry, Iserman, Bossy, Esposito, Yager, Ken Hodge, Marcel Dion, Paul Coffey, Stasny, Trottier, Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau. Wow, eh? wow good for him. That is a hey, what list. Is he, like five, five, nine? That is a list of Hall of Famers. Nice. What Johnny happened to the offseason to him? Johnny he Goudreau's like... li- he's list, listed as like 5'9", 165, but... He's probably like five seven, a buck fifty-five. He is he's tiny, but he he is slippery. That's did he cut weight or something? Like what what did he do in the offseason? Well, I don't know. They just injected goals into the NHL this year, but he's yeah, true. He's always had it. I he's a Jersey boy. I saw him play when I was in eighth grade. He played my high school hockey team. He was a year older than me. And nice. 
he was not even five feet tall and the best kid I've ever seen play hockey. And yeah. I just started watching him in like a couple uh, play in Jersey high school hockey. Um, watched him go to juniors. So I was just waiting for him to get his head taken off by someone at the next level, made it to college, won the Hobie Baker, made it to NHL, scored a goal in his first shift. And now he's got 115 points. He's Fuck on yeah. list with Gretzky. And guess he's, what? He's in a contract year too. And guess yeah. what? He's going to get paid. 10 man. mil, baby. Let's go. right now. 11 mil. He's going to get a cup and he's going to get a big paycheck. What up? He's going to get How's paid. Your ham and cheese now, but yeah, he's going to get paid in straight ham and cheese. Sandwich. Yeah. He's going to get the best <laughs> ham and the best cheese. Sweet. Well, but yeah, what you my what prediction, you I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Flames and five. I think I yeah, got it. Just like yeah, me. I yeah. I'll, I'll give them a game. Give Dallas a game. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, well, next up. We got Edmonton versus LA. Um, you know, a lot of people were kind of laughing at the Oilers for signing Evander Kane. Honestly, I think it's the best move they've done in years. Um, a lot of people, you know, they're questioning, like, there's a lot of question marks with the Oilers. They're an offensive team. They've got okay goaltending in 39-year-old Mike Smith. And... Mediocre. I'd, I'd give it okay. A bit higher than mediocre. <laughs> mediocre would be if they only had Koskinen. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. And, and they've got great offensive production. Their back end is questionable. They got Darnell Nurse who can swing them. He can, he can do his job well. They got Tyson Berry, who's probably one of, the, one of the better guys in the back end as well. And then after that, Evan Bouchard, who's unproven, who doesn't have a lot of experience. <laughs> and then after that, it's nothing. Um, and then you got the LA Kings who are a force this year. You know, they've, they, they did a good job in the off season. They, they stole Philip Deneau from, Montre- from Montreal. They got, um, they got Byfield. He's kind of coming to his own now. And, and uh, they got Kopitar. It's probably one of his last couple of years that he's going to play Dustin Brown's last year. So they're going to be, you know, rallying for him. Um, don't know too much about their back end. Uh, on the Kings, probably no not great. And and Jonathan Quick, while he's getting up there too, and he's one of the shorter goalies in the league, he's kind of showing the league that he's still around and he's making the good saves and he's he's been a, a pivotal reason why they're in where they are right now. So, you know, I'd say give it to them for goaltending and, and give it to, you know, don't underestimate Philip Deneau's ability to take power away from top offensive talent. He's the key reason why Matthews, um, Marner, fucking uh, Stone, Pacioretty, um, Mark Shifley, Kyle Connor, these guys didn't get a fucking point last year in the offseason, in the postseason. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be a grind, but I do think Edmonton's going to take it in seven. Um, if you look at their season, Edmonton lead three to one. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this one because again, defense wins, right? Um, I, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of fucking uh, hope in Broberg or Bou- I mean Bouchard's played juniors. He's you know he's won it pretty much every level. Um, and it, yeah, it sucks without Dowdy. I believe Byfield's injured right now, but he, again, it's, it's his first year and he hasn't even played a full. He's been injured twice, I believe. Um, Turcotte's not is Turcotte playing? Uh, I think no. he's AHL. He's yeah, right. Okay, so. It's a hard one without Dowdy, but uh, I think the boys are going to rally around fucking Dustin or uh, Dustin Brown. So I'm taking the Kings in seven. Is Dowdy coming back? Is he projected to come back at all? I think he's done for the year. I think he's. Oh, what a shame. He's been yeah. itching to get back into the playoffs for so long. And then they finally get back in and he's injured. Fuck. I mean, 
I like Doughty. I like him. Oh, and I, I like that Doughty. Kachuk battle that they've had. I've always been a fan of kind of both guys. And it kind of breaks my heart to see that he's not going to be with them this, this time around. Yeah. And sorry to one last little note there. Yeah, you're right. To know. Yeah. Yeah. He's where he's the best two way shutdown center in the league. Kings and how many Kings and seven for me. Okay. Um, yeah, Joe is really, uh, and I was really agreeing with all your points there until you Thank gave you. the gave until you gave the Oilers in seven. Um, yeah, I think the Oilers are just can, Canadian. They're they're Canadians or they they're Maple Leafs West. All all offense, no defense, no goalies. Maple Leafs and, West. I like that. And I don't know. I think or the or the Maple Leafs Oilers East. Tomato tomato. The Toronto Oilers. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Philip Deneau is a big X factor. And uh, I don't think you can count out the experience factor of the LA Kings. They've got a bunch of guys who have been there, um, including uh, Philip Deneau. Didn't win, but he's a very, uh, very, as Biz would say, detrimental part of uh, the Canadian success. Or would he say dextrimental? No, he, he meant detrimental. He meant, I think, instrumental, but he didn't yeah. know that. But uh, yeah, no, he was very important to the success last year. And mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, he'll, him will, and, Kopitar's no slouch in terms of his own responsibility as well. And I think there's a bit of a do it for dusty factor as well. So Kings in Kings in six. Okay. And Jersey. With, and with Dino kind of taking more of that uh, <laughs> shutdown role with the taking more of that shutdown role, it allows uh, Kopitar to, to get that offensive going again. Exactly. Kings in yeah. six. Eh? I think, yeah, I think if, if, if Dino can uh, shut down Matthews last year, figure you can shut down McDavid this year. McDavid is a lot faster than Matthews is. That is true, but and Drysaitel is a lot better than Matthews as well. Uh, I don't know, Math. I, I don't know. I think I think they're Drysaitel is bigger. I think Drysaitel is a bit harder to play against than Matthews. Yeah, definitely. Mm, maybe. Um, okay, so moving on, we got the Colorado Avalanche versus the Nashville Predators, and uh, I mean, Nashville's having a good season, um, and they do lead the season series three to one, but I want to give it to Colorado. I mean, they got Gabe, they got Miko, they got, uh, my boy, um, the fuck is his name? McKinnon, big Mac. Like how did he not got Kale McCarr. They got, uh, Taze. They got, uh, Darcy Kemper. Who's going to make his first playoff appearance. I think ever. Um, and he deserves it because he's a sick goalie, you know, and they, they got my buddy, Arturi Lekkanen from the, from the Habs who, who was a, an instrumental role in their uh, playoff success last year. He scored a lot of key goals for them. I think he scored some game winning goals for them as well. So, um, I think this is the year that the abs need to make a splash. I think if they don't make a splash this year, they're going to have some serious questions in the off season. I think there's going to be some players that are going to want out and there's going to be some players that management's going to want out. Um, they also got Nazim there, Nazim Kadri. And if he can He's getting eventually sussy. learn from his fucking mistakes from the past and not take those bad suspendable penalties, I think, you know, I think this team is going to be able to really really uh, take this um, national predators team to, to the, to the hamper here. So I'm going to say it's not going to be easy though, because Nashville's kind of proven that they're still here. You know, if you look at guys like, um, like Matt Duchesne, who had almost 40 goals this year, or uh, they got that, that guy who's probably going to win the Calder is uh, Tanner, Janot. you know, yeah. they got, um, 
uh, they got the back end. You see Saros. Actually, he's injured now, isn't he? Yep. He, he is took is an injury, injured. and he's not sure when he's coming back. So so that's a that's, big problem that they're going to have. They hope um, he's that's, ready. That's, that's their MVP. Yeah, and, and without, without them, without him, they don't really have a solid back end. I can't, I can't name you who their top defensemen are right now off the top of my head. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. You can't name who the top Nashville Predators defenseman are? I'm just, I'm, oh, Roman Yossi. Sorry. He's yeah, also, the, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to win the Norris. <laughs> right. No, Roman Yossi. Sorry. So I forgot. But other than Yossi, who do they got helping them out? Uh, they got uh, Eckholm, I think. They got oh, yeah, Fabro. They got, no, no, no. Else they got? John Fabro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, big so Fabro. They also Dante got Fabro. The, yeah, and, and up top, they got uh, that Trennan kid. He's doing really well. You know, they got a lot of good players that are just grinders. They grind you out and then they pass to Matt Duchesne who goes top cheese and, you know, give it to Matt Duchesne. I was kind of writing him off last couple of years. You know, he, he made a, a bit of a pissy move wanting to get out of Colorado. He went to Ottawa, you know, he showed up here and there that he was part of that incident they had in the Uber car. And then, <laughs> and then they traded him to Nashville and, uh, his first year in Nashville didn't look great, but now he's looking like he's 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 got something to prove. So it's going to be tough, but I'm going to say Colorado's going to take it in six. I'm uh yeah I'm a little worried about uh UC UC Saros, but um they say he's hopeful, so Do maybe maybe he steps in. <laughs> yeah, he I, they hope he steps in for the second or third game. Apparently that's the. Uh, the timeline I'm hearing. Uh, but yeah, I love watching Roman Yossi and Philip Forsberg play. Those guys are elite. I forgot about Philip. They are very elite. elite. And, uh, but yeah, Colorado, they got, they got bounced to the first round last year, but, uh, with Bowen Byram and Nazem Kadri in his, in his career best year, um, McCar McCarr's sick. Uh, McKinnon, I, there's something about him. Like he just can't, like, he's obviously like a fucking franchise player, but I don't know what it is. He's a French player, but uh, I don't know what it is about the guy. Like, do you do you think he's like ultimately loved on the Colorado Avalanche? I think uh, who, by probably who, got a big, by his team. I think <laughs> he's parents. got a big mouth. Yeah, I think I, he's he like, makes everyone eat chickpea pasta and they don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just want regular pasta. We just want gluten. Yeah. <laughs> Can't give me my gluten back. No, eat this mung bean pasta. So. uh yeah, I'm. Uh, it's hard, but uh, I'm rooting for Bowen Byram coming off that concussion. Uh, local, local Vancouver boy, and uh, I, you know, I love myself a little Ryan Johansson, Roman Yossi, but uh, I think Colorado's gonna advance this year, so I'm gonna say Colorado in seven. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think uh, Nashville's a good team, led by the best defenseman in hockey, or one of the best, and this year, yeah, this year. But uh, yeah, if, if it weren't for UC Saros being hurt, uh, I think they could push it to seven, but I don't know what his timetable is. I, I, I don't know. They, they seem optimistic. Maybe you can get back, but I don't know. I'm saying uh, Colorado in five. I think they wow, think they're five. Gonna... Eh? Colorado is the census here. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Moving along to our final matchup of the first round of the NHL postseason. And we got, I think this one is going to be a banger. This is going to be I the best series. I think it's going to be hard hitting. <laughs> it's going to be board rocking. It's going to be fisticuffs flying. We got the Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues. Cup, a bunch of big boys on either team here. Um, and so we're looking at the regular series. And surprisingly, the Blues lead the series three nothing. Um, these guys have played three times over. 
twice in April, once in January. And yeah, uh, St. Louis has just dominated everyone. Dominated actually is not the word. Um, St. Louis won two games in overtime. So there's that. Um, and uh, then they beat Minnesota six to four in another game. So with Minnesota, you got Marc-Andre Fleury, who's a gem. You got his backup, Cam Talbot, in case anything happens. Both 1A, 1B goaltending right there, I would say. Talbot, maybe not so much, but I like it. And then on the top end, you got Kirill Kaprizov, who is just proving that he is turning this fucking franchise into something to watch, okay? I love me some uh, Kirill the Thrill. And then you got rookie, uh, who is it? Boldy? Yeah, Boldy. Boldy. Who he's just a, stepped right in. What a fucking beauty. Almost point per game, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's looking amazing. And then you got all the accoutrement to go with that. And uh, they're, they're a high-flying team. They can hit, they can chuck them, and they can do some work. And on the other hand, you got um, St. Louis Blues. Is is um, Bennington's not the guy for Blues anymore, is he? Huso. Nope. Yeah, Huso. So Ville. Billy Huso, who hasn't been in the playoffs before, never. But Benner was never in the playoffs before either. So be interesting to see well, there. And when I, they was when they won the cup. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to Blues, they got Tarasenko having a fucking a comeback year here. You know, don't underestimate Ryan O'Reilly in the playoffs. He's a fucking beauty. He's probably my favorite guy on that team. And then you got young guys like uh, like Robert Thomas, who up until recently I thought was British. And then... Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's then, the lead singer of uh, Matchbox 20, you're thinking of. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you got, uh, you know, playoff experienced Tory Krug, who was in the playoffs every year. He's basically been in the league. Um and you also got uh, is Perron still still playing with them? Yes, sir. Oh yeah, you know, he's looking, teams playoff experience. Yeah, he's looking good. So oh, and uh, don't forget so the I, Australian, right? Who? What's his name again? Nathan Walker. Nathan Walker. You can't. He's, he's gonna be checking him like anybody else in this fucking matchup. Yeah, he's got got eight goals on the year, mate. You don't say. What a bloody, what a fucking cunt he is. So what, what do you think? All right. So I'm thinking, uh, I think Minnesota's going to, they got to do it here. and But I think it's going to be a tough grind game. I think they're going to take it in seven. What do you think, Al? This is, uh, yeah, this is the the series next to the Calgary one that I'm going to be paying very close attention to because these guys played each other in early April and it was a fucking banger. Bloodbath. Bloodbath. And just like, just watching those two teams, like the, their puck possession, those teams pass like fucking they may like well. nothing. Yeah. They may as well. Um, on the Minnesota top on a, quality mesh <laughs> on the wilds end. Yeah. You got Marc-Andre Fleury. He's been to the dance many a time. Uh, so that was a great pickup there. Matt arguably, arguably lost it for the Vegas golden Knights last year. That's no, all right. To the Knights. Um, we got Matt Zook, Erickson X having a good little year. <laughs> all right. To the nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Krill the thrill fucking boldy. My boy. But uh, I don't know something about St. Louis. I just I watched them play, and uh, you know, Falks jumped right in, uh, taking over for uh, Pietrangelo, and he's done a great job on the right side there, taking his spot. Uh, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly actually had a decent year. Tarasenko's back in form. Uh, you know, they lost Buchevich, Buknevich. But Jordan Buchevich. Buchevich. Is he, is he, is he hurt? so bad at reading Wait, games. Wait, well, he, got, he got traded to the Rangers. Yeah. In Wait. the offseason. 
No, Buchnevich got traded to the Blues from the Rangers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's sorry. They got Buchnevich. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But uh, <laughs> uh, but we got Jordan Cairo and uh, Boy Wonder Robert Thomas. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big I'm a big he Thomas almost, guy. He, he almost won your fantasy league. I might get a Thomas jersey. I'm not gonna sure. lie. But like, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Blues in seven. Huso, I yeah, I'm a little worried about Huso, but I think Bennington's been there. They're they're definitely a good combo, those two. So Blues and seven. What do you this got? Is, this is the most obvious seven game series um, we've, anyone's probably ever seen. Uh, two hard hitting uh, Western Western Conference big bodied classic big, Western Conference. Yeah, this matchup. is a big. This is a big Western Conference matchup. But I think that the Blues are going to take it in seven. Um, I think the center depth of uh, Thomas, Shen, O'Reilly, and Kyrou. Oh, Shen. We forgot Shen. Yeah. yeah, fucking Braden Shen's your third line center. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Shenner. Yeah, that guy had like 60 points this year. Bruce Shenner. You got yeah. Penner uh, on the side. Or not Penner. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and O'Reilly is one of the probably in the conversation of the best, best shutdown centers in the game. He's so and fucking good. And I... I do think that I think just the depth of the Blues is incredible. They've got like nine 20 goal scorers, yeah. um, and I think that the um, Minnesota Wild are a bit more one dimensional. I think most of their offense is generated by Kaprizov and Zook. Um, honestly, mainly Kaprizov. The guy is the guy is just incredible. But I do think if uh, they can keep O'Reilly on him, I think they'll be able to shut him down and let the other lines do the scoring and you know, Blues in seven. Fuck yeah, boys! Perioko, Perioko, what the fuck's his name? Pi- Perico, Perico, Perio, Perioko, Perioko. He had a great also, year too. They also picked up Nick Letty. That's some Stanley Cup experience. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, fuck yeah, boys! That was sick. Um, before we go on, I I need to give a shout out. I said I'd do it, and I'm not a poor sport. So Brett Webb, congratulations on winning our fantasy league this year. Uh, you, you stole all the goalies and hoarded them like it was your job and it did you well. So sincerely for me and the coast to coast hockey talk, congrats on the win, bud. And, uh, while we're here, Jake, do you got anything you want to say to me about our, uh, little franchise there? Yeah, or, how'd sorry, Aldo, our fantasy? How'd Aldo yeah, in his Aldo, first Aldo year at good. fantasy he, hockey? He came in second place. What did you Lost. say to him before it started? I don't know. What did I say to him? At one point, you were like, "You have the least uh, percent chance of making the playoffs." Because I, I had a bad I, initial. That, I mean, draft. that that that's what the, I was just reporting what the ESPN said. I mean, to be fair, I, the four teams that they had as the highest four ended up in the last four places. So that's right. ES, I, ESPN I even beat your dad shit. too, so you can tell yeah, him you that. Beat me, you beat my dad. I'll what was the that. your team name? The Vancouver Fentanyls. Nice. Shout out. We're gonna show up next year too. Fuck yeah. My my team name is the Mighty Pigs. You should make Simpsons. it at least the Fenton Owls, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's gonna happen. The Vancouver Fenton Owls. Thank you. What's so your name, Jake? The, uh, I was the Roman Swipes for Roman Yossi, you know. Nice. What about on, no, no on our ads. league? What was your name uh, on our league? Orthodox Hughes. Nice. That's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, I I got Jack Hughes for like a dollar. People are sleeping on him. He's Jack Hughes is incredible. He's injured like yes. 94 times. So a next, year we're doing a, next year we're doing a keeper league and uh, I'm getting gold Caulfield. That's my, that's my fucking main thing I'm doing. Sick. He's my Could boy. Nice, nice 30 goals and like a minus 50 every year. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, Cole, and Cole Caulfield will get you negative hits. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. He'll get me fucking <laughs> goals and points, but That'll about do it for us uh, on the Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this. If you want to follow us, you can. 
on Instagram. It's at Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. If you want to email us, you can ask us some questions. Ask why I was wears. Ask Al why he always wears this dumb beanie. It's uh, it's C two C H Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Jake, you want people to holler at you or you're good on that? I don't have any way to really do that. Yeah, so. you're pretty good on that. So if you want to call Jake, his phone number <laughs> is... <laughs> 604. 604 Jewish. 500-6758. Um, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Peace!